0: home we need a change we need HomeSense, where one bold piece can change your whole place want a new dining set chic throw pillows game changing savings mean the answer is yes home sense this changes everything
1: So welcome along. We've got loads of questions. So thank you to everybody who sent the questions in. Um, Terry is in Gijon at the moment. And I'm in Yerevan. And by the, the miracle <laughs> of modern technology, it will sound like we're sitting right next to each other at a table. But, no, definitely not. Um, right. Uh, so thank you to everybody who sent the questions in. Terry, uh, are, are you well? Uh, we'll get to Spain. There's not a lot because by the time people listen to this they'll have played the Faroe Islands yeah. game so it might have changed a little bit but we've got some Spain questions. Uh, Terry's about to commentate that game. Uh, right. Uh, I'm depress- I was in
2: Belgrade last night. Yes. How, how was, uh, <laughs> nice, nice trip to Belgrade. Yep. <laughs> you must be tired.
1: Uh, right. Cali, uh, sorry, Cal Ali says oh, you're going to depress us here. Uh, what exactly is holding up the La Liga <laughs> TV deal for UK viewers? Well the there's some good news, is that our La Liga contacts tell us it will be done. We don't know more than that, I suppose, at the moment. Fingers crossed it's a good solution. That's all I can say, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think the, the deal is going to be announced this week in time for the weekend's games. And there's some cracking games. Barcelona-Valencia is the, the one that springs to mind as the, the, the big game of the weekend. Two of the top four from last season, the winners in fourth place. So that'd be interesting to, to watch hopefully on a channel that mm-hmm. a lot of people are watching that suits everybody other than that we, do, we don't know anything and, and we don't we, ne- we never know anything I mean I did three games for ITV commentary recently and I was asked the first game of the season um, I got a, a an email on the Thursday afternoon asking if I would be available if they got mm. the game on yeah. the Saturday and I got confirmed that the, no it was actually it was a Friday night the first game so I got an email on the Wednesday afternoon and on Thursday morning got an email confirming, confirming that the game was going ahead on, on ITV. So that's the situation there. That We, we don't know. We're not privy. We're, you know, we're a couple of floors down from where those decisions yeah. are, are normally made. Yeah,
1: and basically La Liga are happy to deal at the last minute, aren't they? That they, they think that's OK and other leagues don't. The Premier League deal was done a year. I know that was their domestic Premier League deal, but it was done a year in advance. So they knew how much money they had. So the broadcasters knew what they had. Uh, La Liga I think more
2: like a salesman trying to do a deal at the last second. Yeah, I have no idea. And it's I mean, we obviously specialise on La Liga mm. but the German football and the French football seems to tick along nicely from one deal to the other in this country. The T V rights. Um, the Italian has been a bit hit and miss as well lately, isn't yeah. it? I think the Italian and Spanish last season both went with eleven sports that didn't work and Italian is, is now on, on Premier Sports so I, I just yeah I mean it, it's not suitable for people like you know that love watching La Liga football and, and for us that love, love working on it so uh, we we shall see this Week. Yeah, but there are two important things. We want people to watch it and uh,
1: we want to make some money out of it. We're available for hire, by the way. Whoever, whoever gets the rights, it's the right place to go. There's a way of looking at it. All uh, right, let's get on with the question. Right, good old Ryan has sent this That's question the end in. Of the my about... podcast. Yeah. It's the only reason we did it this week. <laughs> uh, right, Ryan has sent this question in three times. Uh, so, right, finally, we're doing a questions only one. Uh, can you ask Terry how the role of sporting director differs across clubs in Spain? Who are the best three sporting directors? I don't think you have to be that specific. Um, now, who are good British sporting directors? How does that role compare to the Spanish? Well, it's a big one, so a little yeah, bit
2: on I that. Yeah, I think that the, the, the difference in role of the sporting director is it's been a long-term position in, in Spain. So it, this isn't something in Spain that's just materialised the last few years. This has been going on 20, 30 years, possibly longer at some clubs. It's a traditional role. And the difference in the UK in the Premier League is that that's... We still have the majority of clubs don't really have a genuine sporting director. They'll have different positions that play part of the role of a sporting director. But the role of a sporting director in Spain is responsible for policy from the club to and, and players that they're going to sign, players that they're going to sell, and, and most importantly, that the, the sporting director is responsible for appointing the, the manager. Mm. So it's not the job of the directors. It's the director of the sporting director. He is delegated and given that responsibility. People might ask, well, if he keeps getting it wrong and the managers, he keeps having to sack the managers, then you know, where does his responsibility lie? Eventually, they get the sack as well. So they are responsible for a number of things. Um, um, it's interesting how it works, and I, I've gone into it in detail. They, a manager or a coach of a club will be appointed by that director of football. Um, and he will, the coach will tell the manager, the director of football what positions he feels that the team needs strength strengthen. Di- the director of football then will come up with some options, and specifically that the coach will give him a type of player that he's looking for. So it, 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 it may be, there's all different types of centre-forwards. He might want a big one, a small one that's quick. He might want a, a winger that's right-footed that can play on the left there'll 'll be, there'll be a, a, a real good description of the type of player that he 's looking for now in this day and age, managers don 't in the in the Premier League um, and probably haven 't done in Spain for a while do the old fashioned scouting job themselves mm. where I was watched by probably all the managers that I played for uh, that bought me and probably watched me at some stage, maybe once, twice, three times. Um, they, those managers used to go and watch reserve games, they would go and watch lowered league games, they, you know, they would watch everything they possibly could to, to try and cover all bases because they were the only person responsible for bringing in a player. So it's their job to identify the player, identify what he was worth um, and then try and get persuade the club to give you, that manager permission to go with them and buy the player. Now it's, it's different people involved. Um, and the sporting directors tend to work with the manager, and it's in their interest too. Because if they're appointing a manager, they want their manager to be a success. There's nothing for them to be gained in the if you know two or three managers down the line they continue to fail, then you lose your job as sporting director. So, and what happens then is, I think ultimately you get players only the the manager will have the last say. Yeah. Um, so you're never forcing a manager a coach in Spain to. Sign a player that he does, he's not going to play. That just defeats the whole object of the project. So they will work together, um, and then get a manager, the, the coach will be delivered a, man, a player of the type that he wants. That he has had the final say. There may be two or three choices. He picks the one he wants. The club get the deal done, and the manager gets the player that he's pleased with, and and hopefully will will play and and do well. So I I think there's in England in the Premier League. I don't think there's one sporting director that has the power to hire and fire Mm. a manager. Um, And then the job of bringing in players ranges from the owners, the chairman, the chief executives, head of recruitment, the managers in some cases. There's no specific person in in the Premier League, um, at majority of clubs, um, there's no u- uniformity in terms of if you want to buy a player in England you'll be talking to a sporting director no you're not you, you, it could be the chairman, chief executive, mm. owner sporting um, director of football head of recruitment, the manager it's a whole range of people so I think there's still a long way to, to catch up and in what I think should be and also the, the last thing I don't go too long the last thing is the Manager of the clubs in England, they haven't seen the young players in most cases play too many times. The sporting director will watch everything he can involving young players, and that one of those players that he might recommend to the coach in Spain might be a young 18-year-old that's playing in the B team or playing in the youth team, and he'll ask the coach to have a look at him, and then and they might try and persuade him that no, we don't need to go out and spend 20 million. We think this player is yeah. it's how Sergio Ramos. Jesus Navas got into the team at Sevilla. That the Monchi, the director of football, um, persuaded the manager. Then I think it was Caporus that these two young boys in the youth team should be worthy considered to be in the first team, and that's what happened. And then the rest has followed on from there. So that's a good example of how it works.
1: Um, Hamza. Right, following on from that, then uh, Hamza says after Fatty's goal in two games and Carlos Perez running the team injuries aside, is Valverde's reputation for not giving youngsters a run in the team, giving his track record at Bilbao and Valencia. I believe he is implementing if you are good enough, you are old enough sort Uh, of thing.
2: I slightly disagree. Uh, First of all, I'd say it's incredibly hard for young players to break into the big clubs in Europe. It's hard for any youngster to break into any elite football team to break into Barcelona and Real Madrid and then for us to complain that they're not giving youngsters a chance. Every now and then a generation comes along. At Barcelona, there was... Under Pep, Busquets and Pedro appeared from nowhere, didn't they? Yep. Chavi and Niesta were already there, Carlos Puyol was already there, Messi was already there. So it kind of gave a full sort of representation of how many young players Pep brought in. These young players under Valverde wouldn't be playing if the others were fit. So yep. it, it's not a question of he's decided to a change a policy, he's going to bring in young players. He's only playing them because they have injuries. Um, but, but they could
1: sign Backup players Couldn't they They could spend 20-30 million Or Bearing in mind You know guys Are going to be unfit At some point Do you leave your squad Thin enough That you give Fatty and Carlos
2: I think it, it's always A problem to any club Any team When the injury is all in one position And I think when yeah. you lose Messi Suarez Dembele You probably feel you In normal circumstances You're normally covered Aren't you So will we not see Fatty <clears> again <throat> Once uh, No I, I think Genuinely I, I, I'm really Excited by what we saw, I have to temper it with the fact that he's only 16. It's, but there, there, sh, there, will be a plan now for him um, to become the next superstar of Barcelona. So I'm hoping he hasn't even played for the B team,
0: yeah. which
2: is, is, yeah. is extraordinary. He's jumped through that. Um, so I'm hoping there's going to be a plan that when Messi, Suarez, Dembele, and Griezmann are all playing together, and there's no room for him in the in the team or in the squad. I'm hoping there's going to be two or three days a week where he's training with the first team that he's, you know there, there is a pl- method there that, to, to bring him through and by the age of 18, 19 he's back on the bench on a regular basis and then we get, begin to see more and more of him but I, I, I genuinely think a player of his talent extraordinary what he did at the age of 16 um, I, I'm really hopeful that and I'm pretty sure there will be a plan that you know his progress isn't going to be stopped because he's no, now going back to the youth team at Barcelona when the others are fit
1: uh, Craig says, "I've never understood the Neymar transfer negotiations. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, was <laughs> Barcelona genuinely interested, or was this a blocking move? It was this a slow, dull unfolding transfer non-story
2: this summer. So th- 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 they would have bought. I it, thought it, it was going to happen. Did yeah. you? I, I genuinely thought it would happen when he made it clear he wanted to come back. My opinion was he shouldn't have gone in the first place. We." Podcast, yeah. On the pod when we were podcasting, I, I said that right from the start. Why would you do it? Why would you leave? Couldn't believe the reasons he chose to leave. He wanted to be the the big fish in the small pond. He wanted to win the balance. It. It, was, it was money. Yeah. It was it was money. He went for a, a huge transfer fee. Yeah. I'm, I'm irritated by the transfer fee because every other transfer fee since then has followed on. Yeah, yeah. Should have I, just ignored it. I was it? hoping yeah. it was going to be a yeah. one-off. Yeah, but now we we seeing you know, no one's batting an eyelid when someone goes for eighty million them. Mm. Whereas prior to Neymar going for two hundred, what was the the? Game? It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't went, even a hundred, was it, it? Yeah, left by it was well Bale and eighteen ninety, yeah, yeah. and then to two hundred and twenty. Yeah. So I was hoping that would be a one-off, but it hasn't. And everything else now has followed suit. So that irritates me as well. And, and if I was Barcelona, yeah, Messi, some of the players, Messi, Suarez, they wanted him back. Pl- players shouldn't be allowed to call the shots. Mm. And and if I was Barcelona, whilst I would have loved Neymar back in in La Liga, but if I was Barcelona, I would have said, "No, you, you made your choice. You live with it, um, and and left it. Especially if it was going to cost them everything they got yeah. they, to to bring him back, maybe more." So they weren't playing a clever game. I don't think so. I mean, they
1: just got it sort of hung out for them, and, and they like a fish, they tried to grab it, and then they, oh well, we haven't got it. Yep, and, and yeah.
2: I th- I genuinely think they tried. Mm. Um, they, it was clear they made offers of money and players, and it's upset. They've got to deal with the fallout. There's players at the club now that didn't leave that were used. Rakitic is the mm. the big example. Um, it probably should have done, been done quick or not. Yeah, it should have been over and done with. It shouldn't have yeah. dra- dragged on um, and left a lot of people affected by it. And of course, we had the interest of Real Madrid. I think Real Madrid, ever I think if they're going to go for a PSG player, it will be Mbappé. Mm. Um, and it should be, if I'm being honest.
1: Uh, one more Barcelona question, uh, Stu. Uh, hey, guys, what do you think of Nelson Semedo? Natural replacement for Alves, but doesn't seem to be given the licence to go wide and right as often as Albert does, obviously, on the other yep. side. Um, is seems odd to hold him back, even Messi needing a decoy on that side.
2: Well, I, it was interesting in, in the, the last game at Osasuna where he was taken off again at half-time and Sergio mm. Roberto... Put back to right back. I thought we'd seen the last of that. So that was a concern. I agree. I think he's a really good player. We don't know if it's his choice to, to hold back or, or Valverde's. We don't know. I think by now we know that he's capable of pushing forward. Um, and I would imagine that Valverde would like him to because it seems strange as well. In that game when, when Barcelona were struggling to win, struggling to get the draw, and they wanted to be more attack-minded... Um, 1 0 down at half time, weren't they? Mm. Um, that he chose to make that change and put Sergio Roberto on as a, he must think, is a more attacking mm. right back. He has the attributes, he's pacey, he's athletic, he's very fit. So it's, it, I think I, I would like to see him given more belief by the manager rather than, than criticism of Nelson Semedo. I still think he thinks the manager doesn't trust him. That was exemplified by being brought off at half-time against Osasuna. Um, Yeah, he's
1: not as bad as people on Twitter make out, is he? But nor is he a a world beater. But he's he's got potential. uh, Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Right, Real Madrid question before we break. Uh, Mark says, given Real Madrid's current form, do you think Zidane is ready for the trip to Paris? Do you see Gareth Bale starting? So... In a short-term Real Madrid question, what's what's happening where they're going? Are they
2: ready for the trip to Paris? No, no we're near it. But they could win it. It's, yeah. They've got fantastic players. Will Gareth Bell start? Depends on how they do. And then the next game, they've got Levante at home at the weekend. He's suspended. If they win 4-0, yeah. Hazard comes back <laughs> in and scores a couple of goals. The goals, it might be the last we see of Gareth Bell again. It's been an extraordinary summer for him. Out, but by all means, there was no return yeah. for him. Um, yet he finds himself back in the team at the start of the season playing well scoring goals um, but I, I couldn't hazard a guess in, in what's going to happen next in the Gareth Bales then Real Madrid um, episode Right we're going to try and chase those seagulls and the crow
1: uh, <laughs> away uh, while we take a quick break and we're back with more questions about Athletic uh, Club next It takes thousands of hours to become an astronaut. Right, Nina? Oh, I'm not an astronaut. I'm a design consultant at the Container Store. But you explore space. I help you find space with our Alpha Closet Systems. And you're an expert.
0: Pretty good at it.
1: And you use satellites to communicate.
0: I'm doing more virtual in-home closet designs. But I wouldn't say... We
1: salute you, Astronaut Nina, for helping us find space. You're welcome. The Alpha Sales Bonus is here. Earn up to $500 in credit now through February 7th at the Container Store, where space comes from. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you for joining us, by the way. We are—we need to get on and do the uh, Patreon soon and, and get ourselves some money. If, if there was an advert, uh, it was probably some very prestigious company that's paying us 5p uh, for those ads. Uh, so, so there we are.
2: And they split between... <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's split between the whole team, 15 people working on the show. Uh, right, Joe says, If Vireal keep Kejecha for the whole season, <laughs> where do you think they'll finish? But no one, no one stays the season. The only, one, I was thinking, the only one, uh, Sean Dyche, was allowed to finish the season and get relegated. wasn't at Burnley. Yeah. But no one else is no. allowed to finish the season, are they? He's, no. He'll, he'll be gone if they're in
2: the relegation zone. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm not convinced they, I, 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 they shouldn't have been last year. No. I wish I could say I'm convinced they won't be this year, but I'm not, because he's manager. Mm. Um, he's decisions in the last game he got away with murder yeah. and at the end of it you're looking and thinking he's a genius <laughs> because it was against Real Madrid I'll go through it as quickly as I can his first change was to take off his most dangerous attacking player in Chukwazy yeah. and he brought on Antivirus. They Antivirus then swapped wings with Moy Gomez now Moy Gomez was playing up against fellow Mendy It was really impressive and it was a good battle between Chukwazy and Mendy so you're thinking, well, if Chukwueze couldn't get the better of Mendy, how's Moy Gomez? Well, Moy Gomez is a different player entirely. So he went and played in a more central midfield role. So he looked, it gave Mendy a, diff, a different problem. He didn't make the most of the fact Moy Gomez wasn't chasing him back, which Chukwueze was doing. Then his next change was to take off Ekambi, and put on Anguissa, defensive midfielder. Yeah. So I'm working on yeah. the game and thinking he's holding on to the, the yeah. draw at the time. And he put Cazola as second striker. And it kind of worked. Grisa did all right. And Cazola for about 10 minutes, was able to get on the ball, run out of steam, and then he was forced into bringing on Carlos Backer for Cazola. Mm-hmm. So he ended up with, back with two up front. And when you see the goal, it's Mario Gaspar's attacking down the flank because he's got room outside of Moy Gomez, who isn't there. Ontiveros, it's crossed to, across to the far post. Ontiveros has the whips it back in across goal Moreno has the attempt which is Packer has the diving header sorry Mm. which is saved and Moy Gomez gets the follow up so it was all involved and it it, it turned out to be a stroke of genius but I'm convinced that when he took off a canby and put Anguisa it was a classic Kayeka move to hold on to a draw against Real Madrid
1: you know that's one of the things I really love about football is that we have a whole industry of people who analyse it and experts like you and then so much of it, it just, it's a bit random yeah, in the end yeah. you look at all of it and you think this should happen this should happen and then you think actually that how did that happen
2: Yeah, we had eight, eight goal scorers, scorers last week that come off the bench Yeah,
1: right,
2: in yeah. the last round of La Liga games is that good management bringing them on or is it bad management not yeah, playing them from yeah, the beginning yeah. so it is that's why every game is different every week is different and you know it's why thankfully I can still Nick a living out of doing it <laughs> Uh, right, a couple of Athletic questions,
1: don't Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Antonio says, Unpopular opinion. It's not an unpopular opinion. I think Athletic will qualify for the Champions League. Uh, JR, how
2: far off is Iñaki Williams from a call-up for La Roja? It can't be far. And I think Ander Kappa is <coughs> the closest. Mm. Uh, he, his form yeah. this year has been remarkable. And, and I don't think anyone's nailed down that right-back position yet. Yeah. Um, Carvajal... Has been the established right back for Spain, but we're seeing Jesus Navas get more playing time. And I kind of think Ander Capra is a cross between the pair of them. He's not as quick as Navas, he's not as good a defender as Carvajal, but boy, he gets up and down that flank. Yeah. He's fit, yeah. he's strong. Mm. Technique wise, probably the best crosser out of the three of them. Um, so I think he's, on, he's not far away from getting them, rightly so. In Yaki Williams, we're seeing uncertainty towards the striking positions for Spain um, no Costa no Morata in the recent squad um, Rodrigo Moreno playing on a regular I don't think he's really Alcacer has got his goal scoring record to fall back on
0: mm. for yeah.
2: the, the country for Spain um, so I think there's a lot of positions up for grabs in the Spain squad and, and and why not Iñaki Williams breaking through and getting an opportunity then when he has to take it
1: uh, right Look, there's a few questions on Spain I'll just put one more to you though because uh, Daniel says it's a bit of a theoretical one this one the Spain national team isn't as strong as it's been in the last 10 years so if you could take one player from over the past decade and put him into the squad he says why is it David Villa so he's, he's answered his, his, his own
2: question oh no <coughs> it, I can only think of two go on Xavi and Iniesta yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we hadn't yeah. spoken about that before and <laughs> probably everybody's saying the same yeah, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. listening to the podcast I guess he's pointing. Yeah, is, is it's probably... probably the position that you need yeah, but, but on sheer quality But if you're only allowed one We're not going to get into And control Cavalier. of the game though Yeah, yeah. Control of the yeah. game And, and yeah. now they've lost David Silva mm. So those three have gone And you're looking at some A similar player That can, can come in And control the game Chavi we knew did it He linked with Iniesta I think Spain Possibly that's the, the position They, they still lack like. Busquets is doing it Slightly deeper I've seen, I've seen signs that Sal can do yeah. it as well Yeah now, when we say controlling the game, that doesn't mean beating three players every time you get the ball mm. or defence split and pass. It's what Busquets does. It's what Sal does. It's what Xavi could do and a little bit more. And, of course, Iniesta, they know what to do the right time to do it. Don't give away possession. That's the type of player I still think Spain would would yeah would like. The best thing I ever did on Twitter, was a, a result of one of these questions
1: at one of our guys' centres, was Xavi or Iniesta. Yeah, I know. It on Twitter and it got over 1,500 people... Responding. And it was 50-50. <laughs> Good. Yeah, absolutely Good. 50-50. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. Right, another, another depressing question. Uh, James, <laughs> uh, why has the owner of Malaga left it to rot? One, uh, we've got an answer. Qataris have more pressing issues at the moment. Uh, he's a spoiled child with a toy he lost interest in. Isn't? And there was another one mentioning the... I've lost it I'm afraid but another one mentioning the fact that he didn't get his way with the development but that was a long time ago Yeah wasn't I it?
2: think the issue now is slightly different mm. I don't think it's a case of him not putting money in I think it's to do with financial fair play and right. salary cap in yeah. the second division Yeah because who went there Okazaki. the other, Okazaki, Okazaki Brown, went there Brown, they, are, what, they couldn't fit yeah, him in so they yeah. so he, he
1: went he sat there and then was effectively released. Yeah. And they, and and they couldn't fit him into the. the well, he, he was just yeah. too
2: expensive. Yeah. So, and it wasn't because the club didn't want to pay him, it was because, yeah. same as the American sports, the salary cap is there yeah. and they, they couldn't fit him into their budget.
1: Still incompetent, though, isn't it? Yes, to, I'll tell to you. You sign the guy yeah.
2: until you. Exactly. Know you yeah. Can pay him. Yeah. No, he's gone yeah. somewhere else. It was Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. yeah. Which is an odd one, anyway. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I mean, with all due respect, as we say
1: to, to Well, though. He could have gone and earned more money than that, I think, in a bigger club, couldn't he, Okazaki? Yeah, I
2: I would have thought there's a number of La Liga clubs that could have done far worse than than sign Okazaki.
1: Yeah. Uh, Right, so thank you to everyone who who sent in the questions about that. Um, Right, Monty, who do you think has done the best and worst business of the summer? He says sell to the best, Real Madrid the worst, athletic club, (laughs) keeping everyone (laughs) promising.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the easiest job going, isn't it? The athletic wheelbarrow scout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you haven't yeah, got to travel far. You haven't yeah, got to waste your yeah. time watching foreign leagues. Yes. Um, you just go and Google and find Basque football players yeah. and see which ones you don't know about. Pop over and say Ander Herrera yeah. every, every six months. <laughs> so, best... I, I don't agree with I, And We're three weeks in. Yeah. I think it's it's fair to understand that we need to be further down the line to see who's yeah. had the best. But, you yeah. can't just say yeah. on a chart Real Madrid would have spent over £300 million. It's yeah. good or bad. We don't know yet. Yeah, Mendy looked alright in his first game that I saw. We haven't seen anything in Militao. We trust Hazard's going to be a, you know, what he is. Celta Vigo, I'm not sure because they had no problem. They, it yeah. looks exciting. Rafinha, Denis Suarez, Aspas, Santi Mina. They didn't have any trouble scoring goals last yeah. year. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So... Maxi Gomez and Aspas got more than enough goals. Best part of 40 between them. And they were still in a relegation (coughs) battle. So I would like to see, over a longer period, whether the changes they've made at the back have made them stronger. Otherwise, yeah, it could be great to watch going forward, which they were last year, Mm. but they they still conceded (laughs) too many goals. So it's too early for for us to call. I think before the next one... Next transfer window, we then can assess it and say, Yeah. Okay. you know their transfer window has been good yeah. their one their last one wasn't good <coughs> um, but but three weeks in we, we we still seen you know players barely played yet in La Liga That clubs have signed and severe uh, Se- always severe. Sorry, because they, they all because was it thirteen in the end i think I, I read eighteen <laughs> eighteen <laughs> in and eighteen out right. because it's so confusing because there's loans in and loans out. Yeah. And they count as yeah. one, and then they, they count as coming in, then they count as going out. They're players we don't recognise, but there yeah. are still a transaction. Um, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to take us always, halfway through. It's too much. Because Javier they, Hernandez is an in, yeah, exciting signing, yeah, I think.
1: but they signed so many players <clears throat> you could make out, you know, you could, you could say, oh, look, they're a success. There's three players who did well.
2: They've signed De Boer, haven't they? they they've bought, and want to sell him. Yeah. They try to sell him yeah, yeah. before the window closed. Yeah. I wasn't even sure that was allowed. No. I well, know there's a restriction yeah. on how many you can play uh, yeah, for I in a season. That. But,
1: it's happened, but God, it happened. But they're on the verge of someone doing else has, it. Someone else has moved
2: yeah. in the same window. And they, and they anyway. paid big money for him. He yeah. scored a lot of goals in yeah. the Bundesliga last yeah. year. Hasn't had a game. And they were trying to yeah. sell him on or loan him. Yeah, It's remarkable. The money, yeah. I think that's a breakdown there. I yeah. don't know whether he was signed before Lopetegui got the job. Um, Monchi took over mm. he might have been one of those because he, he seems like he's been there ages already yeah. because he was signed <laughs> quite a while ago um, but Lopetegui obviously doesn't fancy him won't play him and Monchi's been left to pick up the, yeah. the, the, the the mess of it yeah it's weird isn't it uh, Harold says please talk about Fekir and Bretis that love bit. to yeah Yeah. No, I, he's uh, similar to Carvalho where Carvalho was always hinted at coming to the Premier League um, Fekir was as well mm. And, and I've got to say, both of them, are Betis. it's great to see a club like Betis. Yeah. I wouldn't say stealing clubs like that from the Premier League, because if the Premier League clubs really genuinely wanted to go through the deal, then it would have happened. But, you know, thankfully the, the, the Premier League have missed out on those two players. I mean, Carvalho has been there a while. Um, but Fekir looks, looks a really good addition to not only Betis, but to, to the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, Owen,
1: uh, what region of clubs... Uh, is the most feared, dangerous, exciting this season? He he, so he, he did as haven't got any, He did as a little match region. <coughs>
2: yeah,
1: oh, just, I don't know. Well, the,
2: the Basques? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of clubs in the Basque yeah. area now.
1: Yeah,
2: and it's got that Osasuna coming into that category yeah. as well, which yeah. is a new addition. Yeah, Osasuna, Athletic, Real Sociedad, Eibar, Alaves. Yeah, that's a lot of clubs mm. for a region. It, Andalusia used to have more of a representation, didn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's not a strong time. Not Malaga, well Granada, Rabat.
2: Yeah. I would go to Balearics. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, where, where do you put them in? Because I think on his <laughs> yeah, map we have them, them in
1: Catalonia, but it's <laughs> nearer to Valencia, isn't it? So you could put them anywhere. Uh, yeah,
2: that, that's it. That's all. That's all you're getting. I tell you what, we do get though in the regions. You get different traits yeah. of teams. Yeah. You know, the Andalusians have a style, the, the, the Basques have a style. We have teams in, in, in a lot of teams in and around Madrid. We do over the years, don't we? The Rios, Hatafé, Leganes, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. So, no, it's, uh, you do, I, I find you do get different types of players from the different regions. Right. Uh,
1: right. I've got a very long question from Omar that's going into too many So I'm just going to take one bit out of it and combine that with Neil's. Uh, is this the Atleti win the league and Neil says how many points will Atleti
2: win the league by (laughs) No, they've got a chance three games in they've they've overcome this little three game spell where things can go wrong which have gone wrong for Barcelona in terms of dropping points injured players likewise Real Madrid same thing injured players dropping points it's a good advantage to have at this stage the last time they won the first three games they won the league Um, and they're making a big case of that in Spain, they will take belief from the first three weeks because lots of new players, two new full-backs for starters, pretty much a different back four entirely, they kept all black, working out a system in midfield, Gael Felix looks great at the moment, um, Costa looks back to his best, albeit we've only seen him do that in one game, um, hopefully he does maintain consistency. Have they got a chance? Oh, hundred percent they've got a chance this season. Did I think they would before the season started? Probably not, because of the amount of changes. Um but I no, genuinely I'm I'm more I'm just pleased. Okay. It looks like we're gonna have the, the three again, you know? we had a yeah. long period that's it for Real Madrid yeah like I'm, that, I'm, I'm assuming they, they, they'll they sort themselves out based on the fact that we can talk about the transfer system but their transfer window yeah. but they've players. still yeah, got yeah. yeah great players if you know but we never know what's going to happen at Real Madrid yeah
1: uh, right uh, Rich says you can give a quick answer on this if you like uh, thoughts on La Liga looking to bring the transfer window to before the season starts just when the EPL are considering shifting yeah it
2: back. It, it, it's Which do you prefer? The the one before the starts. But it has to be uniformed across Europe. Yeah. yeah. We can't have this. The the Premier League got
1: away with it. Because of the Premier League's financial power, it gets away with going closing first, doesn't it? Because there aren't many clubs can come and bully a player from a Premier League club. Chelsea obviously knew that Brighton was on the wall with Hazard, so he went early in the piece, didn't he? But it's not like Real Madrid could just go and, and take Pogba because they've got the muscle to do so no. financially. They haven't.
2: But been. it should be uniformed. Yeah. It has yeah. to be uniformed. It, it's even a, a disadvantage in, in Europe. I know English teams yeah. were brilliant last year in Europe, but it can be a disadvantage yeah. in, in Europe. I mean if, if uh, for instance, I mean you, you get a player that gets injured in the, the second week of the season in the Premier League, that you, you can't replace him. Yeah. So you've got to go through the group stages in the Champions League without a, a replacement. Yeah. Um, if that happens in Spain, Germany, Italy, France, any of the other countries Someone gets injured in their second <coughs> week of the season; they can get a re- replacement and sign him up for the Champions League. The, the, the difficulty is, is in, the, in the hotter countries; they start the league a bit later. Yep. So that's a problem. Italy isn't it was a couple of weeks later, yeah. wasn't it? Spain was a week yeah. later. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think it just needs to be uniform. Yeah, whether it's yeah. find an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Why not the first first of August? Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't done it, then unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. If you know that's when it mm. closes. Mm tough yeah yeah. do you know work in July yeah (laughs) they think they are
1: (laughs) Uh, Scottish H K. Food. why or why do we have an international break three weeks into the season (laughs) and then another one next month international
2: weeks it happens every year yeah it just gets going it stops it starts not only after this international after this international break we have the Champions League and Europa League starts as well yeah, so yeah, that's pretty much straight in before yeah. the next champ international break. That's,
1: that's, that's,
2: that's all right. We get used to it, don't we? I, I think, I, I've uh, got no problem with yeah. it. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, I. It's not <laughs> ideal for managers to have an in- international yeah. break. This early in the season. Yeah. I mean, talking three weeks in La Liga, was it four or five weeks in, in the Premier League? Yeah. Anything. We've already to, had cup games in the it, Premier League as well. Anything to
1: peg back the giant clubs a bit and give the others a bit of a go. Yeah. Because all the rule changes, every time they think of a rule change, it's always for the big clubs to benefit <laughs> yeah. from, isn't it? So, yeah. You know, if, if a situation turns up that actually benefits the smaller clubs, exactly. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Live with that. Uh, Right, last question. I I, I haven't given this enough thought. Christopher, uh, which English-British player do you think would benefit most from a stint in La Liga? Uh, While you're thinking, it just occurred to me, someone like Jordan Henderson, one of those midfielders... When Danny Ceballos has gone to England, um, he's the kind of player that English fans love, but for some reason, English clubs never produce yeah. that really clever scheming midfield player. So I I would love to see it's good that young English players, you know, a few of them yeah, are gone to Germany. Yep. So that's yeah. that's good and, and you know and, and Trippier, hats off to him for going to atleti. Um, I would like to see England's best midfielders, most
2: promising, probably, probably maybe younger than Jordan Henderson. I was gonna say that would maybe be my maybe reservation some other yeah. we might get the benefit of yeah. other than at yeah. the end of his career becoming a better player. So maybe Madison then... Mount they would be the, the, the type, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. That, that uh, type of player. Um, yeah, I think they have, I wouldn't disagree with that. And then you could throw Delhi Alley into that, that type of player yeah. as well. Yeah. We do have, we're fortunate in England to, to have some of those players now that can play that role. You just trust and hope that the clubs they play for continue to use players like that as opposed to going back to... Making him into Jordan Henderson yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make the example easier yes yes, right all due respect and to Jordan Henderson no exactly yeah <laughs> Jordan Henderson is an old he's not past it he's a fantastic footballer um, but he's probably setting his ways if that's the right way yeah. to, to explain that you're not going to change him too much now yeah, yeah, and he's probably not going to leave Liverpool, is he? Because they no, like him at Liverpool. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah,
1: but there Ca- we are. Captain. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah so, you know, you know, European champion. Yeah. All of that. Yes. Anyway, so there we are. Thank you very much for for all the questions. We'll be back. We'll be talking about football, and we might even have watched it, Terry. That's that's the that's the good news. So make sure you join us again. Actual La Liga, actual football to talk about next week. See you then. Bye bye.